Matthew, the 28th chapter from verse 1, and I'm reading the New International Version. After the Sabbath, at dawn on the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to look at the tomb. There was a violent earthquake, for an angel of the Lord came down from heaven and going to the tomb, rolled back the stone and sat on it. His appearance was like lightning and his clothes were white as snow. And the guards were so afraid of him that they shook and became like dead men. The angel said to the women, Do not be afraid, for I know that you are looking for Jesus who was crucified. He's not here. He has risen, just as he said. Come and see the place where he lay. Then go quickly and tell his disciples. He has risen from the dead and is going ahead of you into Galilee. There you will see him. Now I have told you. So the women hurried away from the tomb, afraid, yet filled with joy, and ran to tell his disciples. Suddenly, Jesus met them. Greetings, he said. They came to him, clasped his feet, and worshipped him. Then Jesus said to them, Do not be afraid. Go and tell my brothers to go to Galilee. There they will see me. Bible before breakfast, Mildred Kingsley Okonkwo here. Yeah, I'm sure you guys are very surprised to see me do a Saturday and a Sunday. It's Easter, so of course you get a special treat this week. Oh, happy Easter. He's alive. He's reason. This is the very reason why we are. It's the reason why we live. It's the reason why we're Christians. This, this one event changes everything everything oh i could read all the different narratives but the story is really just the same that jesus who was crucified is alive he's no longer dead and he lives he lives so this is simply what happened sunday morning mary magdalene and the other mary went to look for jesus at the tomb and then of course there was this entire drop like i love how god does it big since satan wanted to do it you know make it tough god decided you know what we're going to bring out all the works fireworks earthquakes everything the whole dramatics you want to you want to seal the tomb i'm not going to break that tomb seal quietly i'm going to do it in a way that everyone will know something has happened so there was this entire <laughs> dramatics like the, the God just went, he pulled out all the stops, really. So there was the earthquake, and then the angel came down from heaven, marched straight to the tomb, rolled the stone back, and then he sat on it. And the guards were so afraid, they shook, and they became like dead. In my opinion, they fell under the anointing. <laughs> the presence of God was so strong, they could not stand it. Another version of this story tells us that um, early in the morning, so let me read you John 20, okay? Um, it says early in the morning on the first day of the week, while it was still dark, very early on Sunday morning, Mary Magdalene came to the tomb and saw that the stone was moved away from the entrance. So she ran at once to Simon Peter and the other disciples, the one Jesus loved, gasping for breath. They took the master from the tomb. We don't know where they've put him. And Peter and the other disciple left immediately for the tomb. They ran neck and neck. And the other disciple got to the tomb first, outrunning Peter, 
stooping to look in, he saw the pieces of linen cloth lying there, but he didn't go in. Simon Peter arrived after him and entered the tomb, because I mean, Simon is much bolder, and observed the linen cloths lying there and the kerchief used to cover his head, not lying with the linen cloth, but separate, neatly folded by itself. Then the other disciple, the one who had gotten there first, went into the tomb, took one look at the evidence and believed. Hallelujah. No one yet knew from the scripture that he had to rise from the dead. The disciples then went back home. But Mary still stood outside the tomb. She was weeping because she thought they had stolen the body. It says that she wept. She knelt to look into the tomb and saw two angels sitting there, dressed in white, one at the head and the other at the foot of where Jesus' body had been laid. And they said to her, woman, why do you weep? She says, they took my master and I don't know where they put him. After she said this, she turned away and saw Jesus standing there, but she didn't recognize him. And Jesus spoke to her, woman, why do you weep? Who are you looking for? And she, thinking that he was a gardener, said, Sir, if you took him, tell me where you put him so I can care for him. And Jesus said, Mary, turning to face him, she said in Hebrew, Rabboni, meaning teacher. And Jesus said, Don't cling to me, for I have not yet ascended to the Father. Go to my brothers and tell them, I ascend to my Father and your Father, my God and your God. And Mary Magdalene went, telling the news to the disciples, I saw the Master. And she told them everything that he had said. And of course, later that day, they gathered and Jesus appeared. Of course, um, Thomas wasn't there at first, but then he came back with Thomas. But that's another whole other story. Now, the fascinating thing is, Jesus said this would happen and it did. Jesus said he would rise again and he did. Jesus gave his word and he kept his promise. And that's the thing, one of the things I love so much about him that you can bank on his promises. Once he says a thing, it is yea and amen. Once he says a thing, it is done. He told them that he would die, and he told them that he would rise again. And what Jesus did was, by dying, he destroyed our death, and by rising, he restored us to life. Today, we have hope that death does not have the final authority anymore, that death does not yield power over us, that the power of sin is broken, that Jesus has saved us from everything that we need saving from. He rose again and he became Lord over all and he's above all. I just am fascinated by how someone can hear this amazing news and not want to accept Jesus. Today is a day of celebration. I told you on Friday that Sunday was coming and Sunday is here. Jesus is alive. And not only did he raise from the dead, he's alive even today. He's living, he's breathing, he's speaking to us through his word. And so this also tells me that every dead situation in your life is coming back to life by the power of resurrection of this Easter Sunday. That's a good place to say amen. Look at this story again. Let me tell you something else that I love. I love the way God deals with Satan so messlessly. So the tomb was sealed, thinking Jesus can't rescue himself from inside. God says, who needs an inside job? I'm sending an angel. I'm not a coward. I'm in charge. And so an angel marches straight to the tomb, rolls the stone, and sits on it. Like, I dare you guys to do anything. Like, it is so, it's so, oh, such a good story. Listen, no matter what 
Satan has done to you in the past, no matter what situation he has put you through, once God gets on the issue, it is dealt with once and for all. The stone is not rolled away and left so that Satan can roll it back. The stone is rolled away and the angel sat on that stone. Like, I dare you to change this story. I dare you. I mean, later on, they came up with lies, you know, came up with lies that um, they, they came and they stole the body away and all of that. I mean, those are, those are just stories that don't even hold any water because they saw Jesus walking around. Did you steal the body and he's alive? Okay, even let's even assume that someone helped him to open the tomb, which the angel did, but he rose again. He rose again, meaning death is not the end. Meaning it's not over when you die. And this is why as Christians we don't mourn. Because once a Christian dies, it is to be absent here, but to be present with the Lord. So it's absent here, present with the Lord. So he closes his eyes here and opens it on the other side. Hallelujah. That's such, a, that's such good news. Hallelujah. And Jesus rose again. So back to my story. The angel rolls the stone away and sits on it for good measure. Like Satan, I dare you to come for this stone. And remember, Satan is an angel, a fallen angel. So he dare not mess with any angels. They will beat him black and blue. <laughs> so this is hope. I'm giving you hope today. That if you will just believe on the Lord Jesus and what he did this entire week, that your life will never remain the same. I'm not saying you won't have challenges. I'm not saying you won't have problems. But I'm telling you that God has rid it of its power to harm you. You will overcome anything that you go through easily. So before I go today, I want to give you a chance to give your heart to Jesus if you've never. You've probably been listening to me for a while now on Bible Before Breakfast. But today marks a turning point in anyone's life. This is what changed our lives this weekend. And I believe it can change your own life personally. So I want to give you that chance. If you're listening to me and you know that you want a relationship with him, Jesus didn't say that. It is those who do good. He says, if you believe. He didn't say it's those who are always perfect that will have eternal life. He says, if you believe. Just as simple as that. Believe. Believe what? Believe that he's the son of God. That he is who he says he is. Believe that he's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Believe that if you do believe in him, that your sin is taken care of. I know, I know you've had a lot of teaching, but the truth is, and this is the truth that Satan doesn't want you to know. The truth is that people don't go to hell for sin. People go to hell because they do not believe that Jesus has paid the price for their sin. So today, let me just give you that chance to accept Jesus as your Lord and your Savior and to accept the sacrifice he made on that cross and to accept the gift that he has given you of eternal life. So say this simple prayer with me. Such an easy thing to do. If you put your hand on your chest, like you're making allegiance or making a pledge to him, and then you bow your heads and say the simple prayer after me, but I need you to mean it from your heart. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I come to you today and I acknowledge that I am a sinner in need of a savior. 
I believe in my heart and I confess with my mouth that Jesus Christ is God and that he came down to die for my sin and he paid the price for that sin. I believe that not only did he die but that he rose again and that he is Lord of all. I believe with my heart and I confess with my mouth. I also believe that as I have received this gift of salvation, I am now born again. I am now a child of God. I receive the Holy Spirit as my seal and my birth certificate. I receive the grace to serve you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Simple as that. Welcome to the family of God. Welcome to our family. You are now born again. And it means that when you ever close your eyes, if Jesus doesn't return, because if he does, he's coming to get us so we don't get to see death. But if Jesus tarries and you close your eyes on this side, you will open it on the other side of eternity with him. Isn't that good news? That's another reason to celebrate. Happy Easter. Jesus is alive. Good morning. It's a wonderful way to start your day. Run to church, but remember, it's Bible before breakfast with Mildred Kingston.